Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. So this is our election episode, folks. <laughs> oh, the election. Oh, my gosh. The election. Ooh. Like the amount of ads that I have scrolling through my head at all times that I can't get out is just, it makes me furious. I just wanted to stop. It's I'm just more, like a nonstop run of ads in my head. Right. I'm more of the nonstop stress. Really? I'm so anxious about oh, it. Oh, good. We have an article for you. Yes, yes, I relate to this. Um, it's it's not just, you think it's just like adults that maybe stress about these Mm -hmm. things, but teens are stressed about this and really are are getting their information not from like the local news stations like the rest of of us. No. Or even, you know, like national publications. You know where they're getting their political information from? Facebook. Oh, please tell me not Facebook. Oh, TikTok. Oh, my goodness. You guys, I'm serious. They get it from TikTok. Campaigning happens on TikTok, debating fact-checking, there are these things that have formed, and I don't know a lot about TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> well, we know it's not called TikTok. But we know it's not called TikTok. <laughs> I heard a story on NPR. That's where I'm getting this information. There's something called Hype Houses, and it's basically like cable news for young people. And there's Democratic and Republican Hype Houses on TikTok. Like, and can you spell that for me? Hype House? Like, like H-Y-P-E? Like, like this is hype. Like, it's hype. <laughs> is that like a, a phrase kids use now? My husband uses it, so I don't know if it's just kids. Well, John does talk like a teenager, so he that does. Makes but either good. way, these kids are using TikTok to get to get all their information. Um, and I find this fascinating, and I also feel Scary. very old. Um, but this is, I mean, there. This is like this is the wave of the future. We need to get on this TikTok. We actually have. <laughs> we need to get on this this TikTok. Thing. We need to draw this thing called Could TikTok. Did you actually ladies? just say we, we need to get on this thing called TikTok? Yeah. I'm telling you. We actually have an interview coming up uh, with a, a TikTok like star, a local one. A TikTok star. Yeah. So okay. uh, maybe she can help us get on this thing. But anyways, I just find that fascinating that this is where kids are getting their information. It's well, it's you know I feel like it happened a little bit in the last election, but isn't this unprecedented? How much information and 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 perspective and opinions and everything are on social media with this election? It's just crazy. And I think this is the first time. I don't know if you guys feel like this, that I've seen people saying. Look, if you're going to vote for so and so, I'm unfriending you. Oh, I, those types I, is of that things. you see that on Facebook? I do, I do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't remember that the last election, but maybe it was going on them. But I think uh, obviously, as social media keeps growing, it's just even more so for this election. It's crazy. Do they follow through? You know, I don't know. These are my questions. I don't know. Like, how serious can you be if you're going to unfriend people? Look, just get know. on TikTok and everything will be okay. <laughs> Let's not worry about Facebook. Let's worry about TikTok. Okay. I do feel like Facebook is for old people. So, I mean, of course, it teenagers is, yeah. are not getting their information from Facebook. But They're- really, if you're getting your information from anywhere on social media, that scares me. Like, 
Well, right? I mean, I think social media serves a purpose during all of this. Well, um, I feel like maybe. it's very old school to say like that there's not valid information out there, but I do. I you're right. I think there is a. It's a very delicate line. I mean, I don't really trust anything. I Where do you get your election information? I mean, news, news sources. But like, what does that mean? Like online, TV, um, newspaper? No, we don't have cable, so just on on online. online. But yeah. you know, news news organizations that I trust. Right. Major news publications. Yeah. I don't know. Well, let's get into it. Let's get into it. From the news desk. Okay. So our first article here um, is from health.com. And Karen has already said that this resonates with her. Me to a certain extent. The title is Election Stress Disorder is a Real Thing. And Here's How to Know You Have It. Um, So... They do sort of define election stress, but it's a little bit vague. Um, it's Health.com says this is not an actual medical diagnosis, but that doesn't mean people can't feel stress and even really intense stress around the election. And they have a doctor saying that elections are high-stake events um, which have long-lasting implications and serious consequences. Uh, election results, of course, can influence the direction of our immediate neighborhoods, our regions, and the states we live in. Um, and with that, I guess that's why people feel so much anxiety. Um, and it does talk about in this article how with social media that has really ramped up because of course elections have always mattered in your neighborhoods, in your community. Um, but certainly it's much more in my opinion, in your face now that social media plays such a role. And I think you're right, even more so than in 2016, but certainly it talks about election stress disorder the term sort of was coined in 2016 with the last election so this isn't an entirely new thing but i guess when you look at the history of elections newish mm-hmm. if you will i think one of the things in my mind the candidates are both very well they're very different and of course all candidates major presidential candidates are not going to see eye to eye but and i think that they both just have these target kind of very sensitive issues and topics that are coming up in this election and that's why it just feels so much more heated to me so much more divisive so it just has a different feel well i don't think it's i don't think you're imagining it i think that's a fact yeah it says in the article that in this particular election political leaders appear to be as polarized as they have ever been Mm -hmm. so you're right Well, and it also says, you know, this is an election that's divided families and communities and arguably unleashed more anger and frustration than in any other election in recent memory, Um, which I think is why, I mean, I, I don't, do you guys feel stressed about it? Yeah. I I, I thought it was because I was just getting older and things, (laughs) and things matter more when you're getting older, but, but maybe that's not the case. Maybe it is. I kind of have the same thought, like, oh, do I just care a lot more because I'm, more of an adult I have three kids like these things seem to matter to me more than 10 years ago or is it really that this election is that different yeah I don't know I I keep going back to this I do think social media has played a huge role in this um and I want in the in this article it talks about what does election stress disorder look like um, and so you know if you're you're suffering from it, if you if it's causing a disruption and some level of imbalance in your usual routine. So it also may manifest itself as developing a fear of missing out on the latest news, and you might start checking your phone for news mm-hmm. alerts every hour. Mm-hmm. Do y'all do this? Yeah. Oh yeah. I well, totally I, do this. I mean, I get pushes, so yeah. they come to me. It's not like I'm checking anything. Right. They literally pop up on my phone. So immediately when news breaks. I get the alert. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody does that these days, right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, I don't know. I mean, you don't get pushy like the newsy. Well, I mean, I do. I mean, yeah, I get a push from like, you don't. I, mm-mm. Mm-mm. oh, because you don't sign up for them. Right. It's something mm-hmm. you have to actively right, do. Right, right, right. And I don't get pushes, but I am like checking it all day. So, you know. I'll be honest. When President Trump had COVID <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, that mm-hmm. was like a point in which I felt like everybody, like people would stop me on the street. Um, my husband, like, like have people, you heard, have you heard what's the latest? Do you know anything? What's the latest? Cause of course, mm-hmm. like when you have COVID, it's obviously an, ev- an evolving situation. Right, right. And that it was w- over a weekend kind of. Exactly. Yeah. So like I was like waking up I, before I would go to bed, I would make sure I would check it. But I got to say, I mean, I feel like I, I maybe, I don't know, maybe this will like offend people, but I also feel like never has this been a more exciting time in my opinion to be a journalist in some regards because I just feel like this new this is so important this election that's true and I get like sort of geeked out to a certain extent and I mean I don't listen I don't like the ads either like I'm over like the political game playing but I am super invested and super interested to see how the election pans out of course now we have like we have record number of absentee and early Mm -hmm. voting here in North Mm -hmm. Carolina I'm super intrigued to see how that's all going to play out will we even know of course I'm a morning anchor will I know when I come in on that Wednesday Mm -hmm. which a week from today if you're listening to this the day that the podcast comes out will we know when I walk into the building who the next president-elect is or the, you know, that's so like nerve wracking, but yet interesting. Like what a time to be alive, you know? And you know, you're a journalist, so this this stuff excites you, but I don't think it's just because you're a journalist. I think in general, the trend is people just want to have the, like the scoop. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like you get this weird thrill when you're like, oh, you haven't heard that President right. Trump has COVID. Oh, well, let me tell you. And they're like, oh, wow, you know this information. Like, right. people like to be in the know. Yeah. Almost mm-hmm. to have, like, a leg up on someone else because mm-hmm. they got the push first. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Who's and now, first on the breaking news scene? Nowadays, I mean, like, if you're first to break something or first to know about something, that's a miracle because with right. social exactly. media mm-hmm. and 24-hour cable news um, and just all of the platforms in which you can get news, I mean, come on, like... You know, it's it's easy to keep checking your phone because literally trickles of information, it's the littlest thing, but it could be the difference between, like, you knowing something that, like, your neighbor doesn't know, you know? Well, and, you know, to your point about how big this election is, I think when it seems stressful to me right now, but I think you're right. I think when we look back on this, it's going to be a crazy time to say, like, oh, yeah, I lived through that. I was a journalist during that time. I remember it very clearly. I voted in that election. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's going to be one of those things that's like, whoa. Yeah. The election of 2020. Oh, and it happened during a pandemic. Like, you know, like there's all these other things that make it really, yeah, a memorable time. You know, obviously stressful. There's a lot of emotions. But if nothing else, it's kind of unprecedented, right? Yeah, Yeah, 100%. And so just really quickly, this article talks about if you are experiencing, what are they calling this? Election stress. Stress disorder. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, so by the time you're hearing this, it might be a little too late, but consider this for your next election or something that you're passionate about. Go ahead and get involved. Um, to sway the election in the way that you feel it should be swayed. Um, It also says just sort of set some boundaries like, hey, like especially if it's certain people. I know my family and I um, don't always see eye to eye about politics. When I was home in Pennsylvania a couple of weeks ago, it was like we have learned it's just an it's a topic that we just don't touch because it's like you just don't win. And honestly, it was perfect. They know how I feel. I know how they feel. And there was no hard feelings. And it's, I mean, it worked It worked for me. 
So right, right. if you're feeling that way, maybe that's a, you know, you just say like it's an it's it's a non-topic, a non-starter. Mm-hmm. I kind of agree with that. Yeah. I mean, if you know you can't change that person's mind, yeah. why are you fighting about it? Ex- Don't exactly. ruin your relationship over it. Exactly. Anchor Moms is brought to you by Wilderness at the Smokies, the Smokies' largest water park resort. Get out of the house and into the wilderness. Well, so let's move on. You know, all, all of us are mothers and have young children. So I thought this was an interesting article. It's from the National Geographic, actually. But it's called Talking to Kids About the Election. Um, and, it, and it says that, you know, and I think this is, this is true, and I personally sometimes forget this, that this, kids, are, kids, kids can be stressed about this too, even yeah. little kids. They can feel your stress. They can feel the tension. And the other thing is they hear everything. You know, how many times are you talking with your husband about something that you think your kids aren't listening and then later they ask you about it and you're like, ooh, Mm -hmm. had no idea you were listening to that. Um, So it says to to talk to them, even preschoolers, which is where kind of we are in this room, right? Um, Even little kids, you can talk to them about this and do it even if it feels difficult and try not to do it as like this big, massive, like, let's sit down and have a talk. But just kind of bring things up when, when it might feel natural and kind of start talking about election um, type things and use, I thought this was good advice, use terms that they know. You know, instead of talking about laws, talk about rules and mm-hmm. just kind of, you know, kind of dumb it down for them in terms of what this means and um, not not lecture them, but just kind of get that conversation started. So I don't know. Have you guys talked to your kids about it? Um, no. I have I have not, although we have lots of political signs in our neighborhood and we go on our daily walk and River like mm. toddles mm. over to all the signs and checks them out and I say, you know, I explain to her what they are. I, does right. she listen? Right. I don't know. But right. it's funny that she's she takes note of those signs. They weren't yeah. there two months ago, right, but right. they are now, right. you know? And so you said preschool kids. I mean – so, so my son is four. So, I sh- so what you're saying, or this article is saying, is I should be talking to him mm-hmm. about this election. Yeah, and like I think the presidential it- election, like just elections in general. I guess I, I like how much do you do you talk about with this? I think that it's you know as much as you want to do. I, for me, what I got from this article was you know they might not really get it, but just start the conversation. Right. Whether it's just starting the presidential co- election or elections in general, here's how voting works. You know, I've, I've tried to, you know, and, and my oldest is obviously older than Hartman, but I've tried to kind of drop some things when I see them. You know, like we drive by to pick up the kids that one of the voting locations in our area. And so I kind of try to talk to them about that, see the signs, what does this mean? And, and they are aware that it's a presidential election. And, and it's funny because to them I say, you know, this is when we pick leaders, leaders for our city. What's our city? Asheville. Leaders for our state. What state are we in? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then the, the only thing, though, that they seem to remember is that it's president like they don't they don't <laughs> care about the, the smaller elections they're like but it's a presidential election like, you know that's what they focus on and that's yeah what they know. that's interesting um okay yeah. so I need to start this conversation it sounds like with my I mean, so I will I, I mean will I say, think this I mean I, I think this is like right this second I need to because it's it is in our face it's really hard to teach a kid something when you don't have like an example but you're right. Like, there are signs everywhere. You can show them voting locations, that sort of thing. So that would well, be a so, um, starting point. Yeah. I, um, so when, we, when this came up recently, and, and I, like I said, they kind of focus on the president. And I said, so, you know, this time there's, there's one guy named Joe Biden, and there's another guy named Donald Trump, and they both want to be the president. 
and I said, so, you know, you have to think about kind of what, what things matter to you. And I was trying to, like, explain it. I don't know that I did a very good job. But in any case, at the end of it, I said, so who, you know, who do you think you, you know, we got to figure out who we would vote for. And Henry goes, I want George Washington. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, well, well, he's actually not running the, this time, you know. And, and so that it just, like, went down oh my this gosh, whole thing. That's so funny. Then he goes, um, I'm like, well, you know, George Washington was a long time ago. Like, he's actually not around anymore. And he goes, oh, like, when the dinosaurs were around, that's when George Washington <laughs> was like, mm. And I was like, kind of in the middle. And then he was like, oh, you mean, like, when I was three? Was it when I was three that George Washington well, was so, around? Is it that it turned into this whole, like, no, like just, what is time? Well, yeah, time Mom. frame conversation. I was like, just somewhere in the middle. Okay, George Washington's not an, a choice right now. There's Move only on two other Henry. guys. Like, I'm sorry. Well, George Washington was great. I'm glad you know that he was a president, but we can't pick him again. Well, also, case in point, why it's so hard to talk to kids about elections because, right, like, right. you're now you're like talking about dinosaurs and yeah. George Washington, and, yeah. you know, it's the, a real challenge. Is the T Rex up for all Yeah, like, right, right. I did think it was a win that he knew who George Washington was. I don't know. That is, yeah. Um, and it does say it does have some other good points in here about focusing on issues, not people. You know, how, teaching them from an early age how to argue fairly, which I think election or not is is good to kind of talk about. Respecting different viewpoints, figuring out the truth. I mean, these are all just good things for us to teach our kids, right? In general. And what about just maybe it's a good. This is some good advice for adults who were talking right. about the election. Right. That's what when I read this, I was like. Wait. Gosh, this sounds, this is so um, humanizing and simple, yet, you know, take a look at your Facebook page and people right, are right, right. failing to hold up to National Geographic standards, right? Yeah. National Geographic? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Mom's the word. This is not election related, but... Um, did you guys know that they have already, in the past however many months since COVID's been going on, come out with tons of COVID-related books for kids? Like printed books? Yes. Wow. I did know this. You did? Okay. Well, I'll tell you why. My my hairstylist, who's like a jack-of-all-trades, actually wrote a book for her grandkids, and now oh. it's like published on Amazon. Oh. So it's called Meet the COVIDs. Um, oh. And River has has actually, like, Brian the other day was like, what is this book? I was like, oh, that's from Carol Ann. Yeah, yeah. it's Meet the yeah. COVIDs. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't surprise me. But you said you've come up with some really good ones or there was a really good yeah. option. Yeah, well, so yeah. I, I didn't even think about, you know, I don't know. I guess I just didn't think that people were doing this already. But um, on one of my daughters, you know, she's doing virtual kindergarten. So I hear everything when she's doing her classes. And the teacher read a book called When Verona the Corona Came to Town. Oh, how clever. Yeah. Um, and the, the, this book in particular talked about, you know, and, and it, I do think it's good. It's, it's from kids' perspectives. It's like, you know, working through a lot of the things that I'm sure kids are worried about with all of this. Um, and it talks about all the bad things. And then kind of at the end it says, but, and it talks about how she realized there was like some good to come out of COVID. And so then the teacher kind of pushed that and said, you know, what are some things that, that are good things? And, you know, like Ella said, well, I get to see my mom a lot more because she would have been at work, so you know. Sweet. So things like that and kind of kind of taking a positive spin on it, um, but also kind of teaching kids to talk about their feelings. This is a, this is a hard issue. These are ways to deal with it. But anyway, so there, we'll link this article. Um, but there are 37, at least, 37 published kids' books on 
Corona. So what are the good things that are coming out of this? Yeah, I that's to, what I, I need to read these books. Like, mm. Well, I mean, and that was just this one. But, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. she she just kind of came back to, like, we're all going to be okay. This yeah, is, no, we're that's We're still awesome. healthy and, yeah. like, it's more time with family. You know, those things that we're, we've talked about. Like, it's less less running around and crazy Remember life. Remember when we were trying to be positive six months ago? Yeah, we like, like, we were looking at the silver lining. Remember when that? I said I, didn't wor- I wasn't worried about the coronavirus well, back in January? Well, that was that that's, was, um, a f- Yes, that's not that in was, these books. That's like a famous, a famous line from Ingrid. Now. Right, like I'm not worried about that. And Karen and I were it's like, not even here. Uh, I, like, oh, I think it might be getting kind of bad, actually. Uh, no, this we had like, anyways. No, I remember we had one we case had one in North case Carolina, Carolina, and I was yeah, like, I was like guys, one case. I was like, you guys, this one person. One person That's in the whole state. Like, what is we'll what's going to happen with that? Which is kind of funny because you're like a little bit of like an anxious worry word. So <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I was kind of surprised. Like, I'm you were more worried. Like, I'm scared of everything in this world. Yeah, well, and you were like, no, nah, coronavirus. Meh. Just goes to blow show over. you, I literally am only worried about things that don't matter. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's like a good lesson for you, actually. Yeah, every it's time you don't care about something, you should worry about we it. We know there's a pandemic yeah. coming. Yeah. Yes. Right. Something bad's going to happen. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, that was a good mom's. I feel like a bad parent today. Like, I haven't talked to my kid about the election. I haven't, like, oh, I don't have physical books about COVID in my house. Like, I have no. a list going. All right, let's see what else Ingrid's doing wrong this week. <laughs> Here's our last article. This is from the New York Times. Parenting was never meant to be this isolating. So this is not not really election related, but COVID related, because what isn't COVID related? And this article starts with some quotes from tech workers uh, who are complaining about the amount of leave that their coworkers, who are parents, get during the pandemic. And I'll read a couple of these quotes. Quote, everyone seems to forget that being a parent for most people is a choice. Next quote, I understand these are uncertain times, but I can't tell you how many pre-pandemic complaints I've heard from parents about the care of their own children. Your kids are not someone else's responsibility. Ouch. And here's the last one. When we were raised, one of our parents stayed home and raised us. They didn't drag us off to a stranger's house at 6 a.m. so both of them could be, quote, fulfilled. Ooh, that, Ooh that's a ouch. burn. That last one's a ouch. burn. That hurts. Okay. So in this article, they say, you know, what this criticism fails to grasp is that basically through all of human history, parents have never had to raise their children alone, like ever. Right. We, this isn't a really, this isn't, this hasn't really happened before. Right. Where we literally are left alone with our kids to do everything. Um, they, they mentioned cooperative breeding, which is basically the idea that family and community members would help with holding, grooming, and sometimes even feeding your baby. That has happened, and it goes on through basically the history of child rearing in the U.S. through the next uh, several paragraphs. But, um, you know, what these parents are complaining about is, is, is something that's not sustainable, right? Like, right. we cannot keep this up. Right. And right. we have tried so hard for seven months now. Yeah. So basically the point of this article is, like, give them a break, you yeah. know? like. They aren't supposed to be doing all of this by themselves. So if they want to drop their kids off at daycare and go to work, like, don't make them feel bad for that. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to make me feel bad for going to well, work? But also, like, some people... I have to go to work. Exactly. Yeah. Like, legitimately, I like, have to it's pay not my because they want to be fulfilled. Yeah. It's because they mm-hmm. uh, have bills to pay. Right. right. And they want to send their kids to college. Yeah. Well, and I think the other thing that's nice about this article is, like, you know, I we, we feel like... This is crazy, right? Like, we're not supposed to be this alone when we're raising kids, right? And that, this article's like, right. yes, you're right. Like, this is crazy. Like, this has never happened before. This is not how it's supposed to be. I loved one of the quotes was, shared child care is the secret of human evolutionary success. What? 
Yeah, I feel like I really missed the boat on that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. Like, it takes a village, right? right? Like, these are things that we know. Like, it's it's good when you have people helping you with your kids, when you get a break. Right. It's all kind of, you're all working together to get these children I mean, raised. It's not supposed to be me and my house with all of my children for four straight right. months. And I even, like, even, uh, even before COVID, I think that this was a factor. I mean, years ago, people didn't move away from their hometowns. Right. Their parents... Their mom, their siblings, their neighbors. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, exactly. Their grandparents, like, all helped pitched in. And now, I mean, that's, you know, that's not a thing. I don't live near River's grandparents. Yeah, Katie, we need to move back, I guess. Yeah, get out of here. Yeah, we need to go back. I'm I'm the only one who's lucky enough to live near family. And, indeed, my family is taking care of my children. So I don't have to send them to school. But, like, right. I like that doesn't happen right now. Like I'm, it's no one I talk to is in the same situation that I'm in. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. It also says in this that eighty percent of the people who became unemployed last month were women or recently. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I think definitely women are dealing with the brunt of this. Yes. I mean, there's all we could have picked a million different articles that talk about this. Right. I mean, women bear the brunt of childcare stuff. I mean, really, not 100% across the board, but Mm -hmm. I think in most American families. And then when you, so you add like the added childcare responsibilities, if they're not in school, Mm -hmm. if they're, you know, being homeschooled, right? Mm -hmm. Um, There's no activities, right? Like Mm -hmm. a lot of kids like aren't doing their like after school activities. So like add that all on your plate. And if you're trying to like work as a mom, it's rough. It's rough. It makes me sad for all the women who have had, all the moms who have had to leave work, but yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, be nice, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like, just everybody's fighting some sort of battle and just be nice. Exactly. Ingrid, bring us back up. Do you have anything good good going on in your life? Something positive. like doing, she's shuffling through her papers. Where's that win? Wait wait, wait a minute. I have a win somewhere. Something good happened to me. What was it? What was (laughs) it? Oh, yeah. I I can't remember. I literally had to go through six, like, pieces of paper to find something (laughs) that says win. Win of the week. Um, okay, so if you are like an, if you are an avid Anchor Moms listener, which I'm sure all of you are, oh. uh, and you've been listening for like the full year, uh-huh. do you remember how we talked about Picture Day? Yeah, how yes. we all had these like horror stories about Picture Day. Yeah, and when I was trying to get my family pictures done, the photographer oh, literally yeah, yeah, yeah. did yeah. literally didn't even show up. Yes, 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 yes. yes. So we couldn't even. Yeah. Yeah, get yeah, any yeah. pictures mm-hmm. done. You're talking about like family pictures. I know. I first you talking about work pictures. pictures. You're talking about family pictures. Sorry, we talk about our we talk about pictures. a lot of ourselves. We talk about pictures, pictures yeah. of ourselves a lot. I a lot of specifically when I'm talking about the family yeah. pictures. Yeah. Okay, family so pictures. So it was it was like a Thursday, and I'm like, hey, maybe we should get like family pictures done this year. And my husband texts our friend photographer <clears> and text back he's like okay like it's scheduled for like two days from now. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't have time to get outfits together. Like, what, how am I supposed to do this? Yeah. And um, so I, I want to read you a meme in a second. But so anyways, I didn't have time to, like, plan it out. It was just, like, kind of thrown together. And long story short, it I think it worked out, guys. Yay. I think we have some beautiful pictures. What? Yeah. Good. Like, every, like, the kids cooperated. They smiled. I just threatened lots of candies and oh, yeah, bribery. Good. I always love that. Yeah. And... Um, it was a perfect day. It was like 70 degrees. The fall leaves are turning, and it's beautiful. There's still some wild fly- flowers out mm-hmm. there. I mean, it was great, and I can't believe it. And I think part of it is because I didn't 
stress. worry and stress yeah. about it. Is this the secret? Maybe it's like, this just is the have secret. Just throw it together. Them and then be like an hour beforehand, like family picture time. Yeah. Okay, so I found this meme that has to do with this. I wanted to read it to you. It's from Her View from Home. And it says, family photos. What you see, and it's like a beautiful picture <laughs> of a mom and a dad kissing and the sun is like shining through their lips, like on top of their child that's sitting perfectly looking at a flower in their lap. And then it says, what actually went down? 14 trips to Old Navy, so so much sweating, a super annoyed spouse, children losing their freaking minds, and mom swearing like Samuel L. Jackson in pretty much any movie. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> That's about it. That's why I That's told it. you, I commend you. Congratulations. Thank you. This that was my win. a big win. Because yeah. you and I have been talking about this, like, oh, like, you know, Christmas cards are coming up. Like, I'm doing, and I, mm. I literally, I'm, I'm like, I know that I should schedule some sort of, like, picture thing. But it's so freaking stressful, guys. Like, I, I just know. have so yeah. much on my plate already. Like, the idea of then having to think about, like, coordinating outfits. Yeah, we and, didn't, like, though. does my hair look good? No. Do I have, like, a zip? So did you just, just pick do outfits can't. that, like, whatever, like, went no, together but sent, weren't matching? Yeah. Sent John to, well, I, 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 like, grabbed things that were in our closet. Mm-hmm. I ran for, I had, like, 30 minutes, and I ran to – so you don't have enough time to order stuff from Amazon, even. Right. And it's, right. like, 48 hours or 24 hours. What a hours. crisis. So yeah. I had to go <laughs> into a store to a, lo- to a local boutique – Minx, my favorite. And like, I was like, I need, I need clothes now. And I just grabbed some <laughs> things and like bought them. And I sent my husband to Target and none of us matched. And it, I didn't care. And it looked good. It looked great. Is this going to be the Christmas card, Christmas card picture? For sure. Oh, well, we'll I can't wait to see to it. it. Okay. You have to in wait the meantime, Christmas. I'm going to have some like janky, like maybe Karen, you can come over and like take some yeah. pictures like. On your playground. Exactly. <laughs> On our like playground that's not painted, has no roof and like you may or may not get a splinter. Yeah. I, um, that one. And hope your daughter doesn't fall off. Exactly. That did happen. But I, she's okay. I can't tell you. I mean, I it's pretty much impossible for me to get all three kids smiling at the oh, same time. Oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, yeah. and I'm like, I don't even, uh, yeah, like I'm with Katie. I'm like, I, I don't like, even know I if I want to try. I don't want to spend money. To, like, get a picture that I'm like, oh, well, like, one kid smiling. Right. And then you just, like, end up feeling disappointed and deflated, and yeah. you're like, whatever. My life means nothing. Exactly. <laughs> I can't even get a good picture of my family. So stay tuned on the family picture yeah. saga. So basically, um, let me Ingrid's going to be the only one with a good fa- Christmas card right. this year. Can I just say, I haven't seen a single picture yet. Oh. And oh, this is, like, a little premature. I know. Mm-hmm. But I just had a feeling that well, you, it You said out. they showed you one on, like, the like, camera. Like, on the camera. That he's yeah. like, look, see, they look good. And I was like, okay, yay. Yeah. But he hasn't. I haven't seen them. They have I try. I trust him. They're not I mean, in my inbox. Yeah. Okay. Unless they're coming in right now. Oh, okay. Wouldn't well, that be fun? I'm sure Ingrid no. will post no. them on uh, Insta yes. and Facebook. So stay tuned for those. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Hey, we want to say it's Halloween this weekend. So happy Halloween. Yes. If you're listening to this. Hope hey. you stay safe and do something fun with your kids. Leave us a review yes. on Apple. Hey. It takes like two seconds. Yes. Do you know what we didn't talk about? I just what? remembered this. We didn't talk about our um, nomination. Oh. <laughs> what? No, I just, yes, we haven't talked about it. We haven't talked about that. Should we save it for the next podcast? I think we should. Okay, we'll talk about it. Okay, so stay tuned. We have some exciting news. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening.